MFs coming back at you. Hustle like you broke. Airing August the 27th. We got a lot going on in the world from a political perspective and an increased amount going on within the roadie community. So today we are coming at you with a special edition. A couple weeks ago I received a call from a good friend of all of ours, Bobby Schneider. Bobby was working on some things. He's one of the more active members of the roadie community. And he said, hey, I've got a couple ideas. I'm curious if you'd like to be involved. And it hit me. Hit up the guys. Let's use the platform we got to start doing good. Not just to talk about who people are, what jobs they do, the diverse offerings that we've already established, but to further diversify our platform and use it to advance the community in new and different ways. So we are back with Bobby Schneider again. If you haven't heard the two-part episode we did with him before, it is one of my favorites. We had a great time doing it. And uh, I'm just really glad, we're all really glad to have him with us today, just to tee it up a little and to give a little perspective, just on a national level, we know the Stave Our Stages Act is in front of Congress, that we have Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer supporting. We also have the HEALS Act and Michael Strickland, who continues to lobby efforts on Capitol Hill and meet with different people. He's doing some great work. Frankly, Bobby knows a lot more about that than I do, so I'm sure he will touch on some of that, among other things. We also have the Restart Act, the Red Alert Restart Act, which implores Congress to provide more economic, more, any fucking shit, any economic relief to the live events industry, because let's face it, most of us haven't seen our fucking red cent since March. And that actually is going into effect, or at least there is a major call to action going into effect on Tuesday, September 1, which is just a few dates after we will air. So I'm very happy about that. We will talk about that too, calling attention to the need for economic relief in the live event industry. But that is not our sole focus today. Today's episode, as Bobby suggested prior to this call, is more of a public service announcement. And in that respect, Without treating this like our traditional format interview, I'm simply going to bring him out. Bobby, we are very happy to have you on the program. Thank you for being back with us. As always, I'm joined by Kyle. I'm joined yes, by Alice. I am here, here, here. There she is. Uh, unfortunately, Banks is not with us. He wasn't with us on the ep other episode this week. Sad to say, well, not sad to say, happy for him. He's actually gainfully employed and working this week, and kudos to him for that. But sad to say he's not here with us. But again, we've got Bobby, so all is right in the world. Bobby Schneider, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being with us. We're happy to have you. Welcome. I am, I'm humbled to be back. Thanks, uh, Matt, Kyle, Sam Stoll. I don't know if Sam on. Christine, thanks. We'll miss you. Um, I'm honored to be back. I'm glad a conversation uh, between us turned into uh, other people understanding the importance of what's going on. I just um, recently, just prior to this today, got off a call with a couple of phenomenal ladies, uh, Mariah Kenimer and Elizabeth Pickrell, have started a, an organization called Word of Mouth. Um, Jim Digby was also on that call and, and, you know, it, this, this was concerning conversation with Matt started out with, uh, politics. And I mentioned just to backtrack for a minute, uh, I mentioned that I was trying to organize something called roadies for Biden. I'm sure there's plenty of listeners out there that may not vote that way. So today is not a political conversation 
on why you should. It's something I'm doing. And I'm going to invite at some point everybody to take part in it that wants to. What's more important is that you vote. Are you registered to vote? We, uh, there is something called Register a Roadie. It's part of Headcount. All of the links for all of this that will be up uh, on the Hustle Like You Broke uh, website matter. Matt can comment to that in a minute. But it's important that everybody gets out and vote because I really truly feel that what I heard today was that when uh, Mariah went out to uh, to try to register people while everybody was still on the road, I guess late last year, she was shocked and dis and dismayed really to find out how many people weren't even registered to vote. And and I mean, look, I'm an I'm an old dude. I'm 60, but there she found a lot of people that were 30 that had never, of course, never registered and therefore never voted, never really thought about where they could live. And it made me think that those of us on the road and 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 within the industry live in a bubble, right? I mean. We only want to vote for what's for after show food because, <laughs> you know, if you think about it, it, unless you're one of a few people on a tour, you don't, there's not a lot of decisions you really get to make. Somebody decides where you sleep. Somebody decides what you eat, when you eat, when you work, when you travel. I mean, you know, it's like, hey, I'm there along for the ride. Tell me when I got to do something. So I think we lose elements of realizing that. Uh, we can we it, it we can make a difference. Everyone lives in California will say, well, if I don't vote, it doesn't matter because, you know, I, I mean, as long as you're voting blue, of course, it doesn't matter because California has already decided. But you can't look at it that way because it's it's also on a local level. So my biggest message, besides what Matt and I talked about, was to get involved. To, to register, to vote, whatever way you want to vote, whether it's independent, Democrat, Republic, that's not what this conversation is about right now. Matt might have some political views. I know it's gotten heated on here before. The last time I was on, we talked about coronavirus, which we're still in the middle of that pandemic. California's on fucking fire right now. I can't see out my window ba barely yesterday. It's a little better today. Uh, hurricanes are coming to the East Coast. I mean, you know, I, it's, you know, depending on what you believe, we could say we're paying our penance. I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've disrupted the, the, whatever Zen is supposed to be in the world and whatever right is supposed to be in the world, we as a race, and unfortunately more so in this country than any, that many other countries, we have disrupted, we have disrupted that. And, we can change it. And uh, I, I see people tired. I, you know, everybody wants to get back to work. We're, uh, but what I was getting at is I was never involved in politics. I always voted. I'm sure I missed a couple of years when I didn't think it was important. Um, it's never been more important. And I've seen the change. I've seen what, you know, Michael Strickland, uh, uh, president and owner of Bandit Lights, who basically sits in on, uh, you know, house phone calls and, you know, has a, has a seat next to people that matter in Congress, has lobbied and lobbied and lobbied to try to get, you know, PUA extended and, and uh, you know, and, and to lead people through this. And uh, it's made a difference. And all the letters that thousands of us have written every week, some, some people have been so diligent, they write a letter to, you know, to their representatives, to their senator, to, you know, uh, and, and you know what they write back. Somebody reads that stuff. And Michael was telling everybody yesterday that we have completely, I mean, there's more restaurant workers than there are, than there are us. And, we are, as a group, all sort of glommed into entertainment. So it would be hotel workers, you know, um, you know, of course, corporate events, conventions, travel even. You know, I mean, we are all part of what the government considers entertainment. But 
that the touring industry and the music industry in, in, and by far has been had been the loudest seat at the table. Schumer is back in this bill now. Um, uh, you know, we are we, we are going to see something. Uh, from what I understand, they're looking for another 10 weeks. And I understand, you know, I, 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 the other thing that came up today, and I don't know how it's going to get carried, and I'm not offering that I have a solution, but I think a lot of people really missed out on, on being able to get money because it was too frustrating. And I wonder, you know, it made me, it just made me think about today, and maybe it's something I'll bring up. And if anybody on this, you know, illustrious uh, podcast today has any ideas, that it would be great if roadies, anybody, our, our industry had a place to go to to say, I'm having trouble with unemployment. They're, they're not getting back to me. Um, they're not honoring my claim. What should I do? Um, uh, same thing with the, the PUA or PPP is supposed to do another round now. And as an independent contractor, you were able to get that. And many of us are that. So I don't know. That's, that's maybe something that's important, but, um, I'll take a little break. Uh, Matt, you got anything to add? Well, I mean, everything you're saying is spot on. I uh, I laugh a little bit about the notion that there are a lot of Republicans or maybe Republicans listening to this pro podcast at this point. They'd probably only be listening because uh, their blood boils every time I reference Dear Leader and uh, go on and on and on about what a bunch of fascist <laughs> assholes that all of them are. Um, but I can live with that. So I, I, I'm certainly comfortable with that. Here, here's what I would add. I would add that in a high turnout election, only 60% of registered voters go to the polls. That's a good turnout in this country. And I mean, 60% is a phenomenally low number. And I am 100% certain that 30%, half of those 60%, apologies for all the math that I'm throwing at you people, but if half of those 60% are going to vote for Trump, and I am sure that they will, that means all of the rest of us registered voters that are otherwise inclined to go must. So to Bobby's point, if you are not registered, please, God, register to vote. If you don't know where, call your city council, call your city hall. Fuck, call me. And email me through the website. I will call you. We will Figure this shit out. Call Kyle. Kyle, I know is is no, motivated. Don't call me. You not have my number. All right, <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. I'm gonna give everybody your number right now. They, Hold they on. Will Kyle bring... Hamilton's phone number is one eight hundred. Leave me the feasy alone. Nah, that's a bunch of bullshit. Fuck you with that. That's all I'm going to say. No, for real. I will talk in, to each and every one of you. I will help point you in the right direction. We will put resources to that effect up on our Hustle Like You Broke website. Any resources available. Bobby, I know you're going to send some our way to our listeners. If you have any suggestions, any ideas, any resources that you think we should be highlighting? Again, I, I mean, obviously, I'm entirely transparent about my preferences. It's not that I'm a staunch Democrat, though I do lean left. I am a progressive thinker. To be a progressive-minded human, you are inherently not Republican in, in general philosophy. Hate to break it to those of you who think you are. And the simple fact is, uh, more than anything else, exercising your rights, voting, you know, and, and the usual, as we always say, wear a fucking mask and watch your fucking hands. Wear but, that shit. But vote. 
I'm sorry, Bobby. I, you got no, me. No, no. Listen, it's all it's <laughs> it's 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 all true. I mean, I uh, I, I I lean left. I mean, the next thing I'm going to start to talk about, and it was was probably the it was probably the catalyst for you know this whole conversation with Matt is that um, in in looking at keeping myself busy and keeping myself active and being you know, and I'm uh, I'm not going to take anyone down, but I'm disgusted by what I see happen on a daily basis. I'm disgusted by comments. I'm disgusted how people treated myself. I like money too, and I like to live well, but I would pay more taxes to, to, to not have that. I mean, every, you know, a lot of people as the year went and I, and, and, you know, Matt, I mean, maybe, maybe there aren't a lot of right leaning, um, Republican voters on the podcast now, because you certainly have made your point all along the way. And obviously people won't tune into what they don't want to hear most of the time. Um, but I have been very, very, very surprised to, um, to see, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I was so naive in some ways that I, I said to someone last night, I said, well, you know, I never really thought in, in our industry and in rock and roll, I mean, we're a bunch of fucking pot smoking hippies, aren't we? I mean, you know, we're, you know, we don't live by anyone's rules. I mean, we travel on the road. I mean, you know, we're our own community. Who, who is going to be a Republican in this group? I mean, but I, I've been very surprised to find out that a lot of our um, coworkers are. And, uh, I voice my opinion occasionally on social media. I've tried to tone it down. I have, um, I had decided that if somebody really didn't share my views that, um, I would just, un, you know, I mean, I don't like to say unfriend because I think friend in this industry amongst people that just know each other is a term way used way too loosely anyway. And Facebook saying you're someone's friend when all you do is know them by social media, that's, you know, they should change that fucking name. But uh, I, I, I was surprised. And I mean, so where I've come to now is I decided that, you know, uh, by getting mad and getting angry, you weren't going to change anything. And that I decided to get active. So while I was looking for something to do besides try to learn Spanish or gardening that failed or, you know, cleaning out my hard drive or all the other things that people said, oh, I'll finally paint the house. Um, I looked for a job on the Biden campaign. And when I didn't really find a paying job and it didn't look that hard, um, I realized, well, I certainly could volunteer. So I volunteered for just a phone bank, just one person on a phone bank. And uh, the women that the woman that ran it, Melissa Goldberg, uh, and I became friendly and we talked and I talked about roadies and I talked about our industry and I talked about how we're all out of work and we're all sitting at home and how, you know, we are really depending on the government to take, you know, to help us now, like they've done in every other fucking civilized country in the world. Right. I mean, people don't, you know, people are getting through it in Canada. People are getting through it in Germany. People are getting through it in Italy. People are getting through it in England, England. They're having to fight a little bit, just like we are, but not to, not to any degree. And the fact that these motherfuckers could go on vacation, right? I mean, think about it. Think about it. Christine, you're a good one to ask. How many nights did we not sleep trying to pull <laughs> some shit off? I and mean, what yeah. if I looked at you? What if I looked at you at midnight like that night in fucking Phoenix a few years ago? And I said, you know what? I don't give a shit about the water and everything or all this, you know, the fact that it's raining on the fucking stage right now or, <laughs> you know, that you got to walk through a swamp to get to the dressing room and, you know, pigs wouldn't eat what their feed does. You know what? Let's go to the hotel. We need to get some sleep. I mean, it, it's just, it, 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 it's amazing to me. And, and I don't know for a fact that if all the Democrats were in charge, that that would be different. But what I've seen, which is encouraging to me, and I think Matt just mentioned this, see, I've decided 
it's not really Democrat or Republican or independent to me anymore. What it is to me is human. And I think what I see and, um, you know, Biden's going to speak tonight. Uh, what I heard Michelle Obama talk about, you know, Obama, Clinton, Kamala Harris. I mean, there it feels like they care, right? And and that's the thing that encourages you to treat people better, and 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 to take care of people. I truly believe that if if there was, we all know for a fact. And I'm sure I'd really like all your opinions, but I think I know what they are. If there were different people in charge right now, we, we would not be in this exact predicament. There's no question we'd be in a predicament. But besides the fact that we're in the predicament, it's how we're viewed at getting out of the predicament and the fact that you feel no one cares. Some of those people in Washington have to care, I think. Some of them somewhere in within. Where that are they? <laughs> Where are the ones that care? But I just wonder, you know, I wonder sometimes, like, as they're going to sleep at night or when they can't sleep at night, what do they think about? Do any of them go, oh, my God, we're just fucking people around. We have the money. We stayed another day. What the fuck difference does it make to give people $600? You know, then people actually want to get healthy. They want to go back to work. But I mean, saying people aren't going to go back to work because you're paying them more than they can make while they're working. And, and I mean, I, I guess, I guess there are a lot of people that would do that, which is, I think part of the problem is there's very little pride now, you know, I don't know how that changes, but you know, uh, it changes by Matt opening up his wallet and giving higher rates. rates. Oh, motherfucker. Actually, it changes. <laughs> Does that mean then you can give more money to charity, Kyle? I give plenty to charity. I give my time to charity because I ain't got no money to get to charity. I give my time. But well, I have a question. I have. I do have a question. Everybody's running around here talking about vote, 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 vote. Nobody ever talked about the Electoral College that trumps talk the about popular it. vote. That trumps the yep. popular vote. Because I've seen, personally does. seen the Electoral College trump two popular votes. So, I mean, that's in itself disheartening. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. Well, <laughs> Bobby, you can feel free to tackle. I mean, all I would say... No, is no, that go ahead, Matt. I think I, 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 would, I, would, I, would, I would honestly like to pass this on to you because my... My political knowledge is very new, and, and I'm open to hearing. Yes, we have that problem, and that's yeah. what that's what did it last time. And one of the things I will say that one of the things I have asked the campaign actually that, twice as far uh, as I've been on. Well, yeah, uh, I mean you can call it that. What with you know with the with the Florida votes and the chits and the votes that just fucking disappeared. I mean, it was also the electoral college, but right. that, I mean, end of the day, when, when when the right. End of the day, when the popular vote on both sides, well, the 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 Gore one with the tanging chads and whatnot, that was a little tighter. But this last one, when it was clearly a million plus votes for Hillary, and the electoral college steps in and says, "No, our new president is going to be Donald Trump." It makes people look at things like, hmm, well, why should I go on? Not that I've said I'm not going to vote, but like, why it's, 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 should I go on? I've wasted, I've stood in line for hours upon hours, yada, 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 taking time out of my day to do X, Y, Z, when some person in the cloud that nobody knows who they are hits a stamp and says, this is what, it's gonna, this is what the law of the land is going to be. This is your new president that you voted for, which you didn't vote for. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, so, the so electoral me... college is so outdated, but it's very outdated. It's it, well, I mean, it, its original design was was good when it was designed. True, but in today's world, is outdated, and now they, they've been they've been campaigning. Well, not campaigning, but it's been it's been up numerous times to try to squash it. Republicans like, would never get rid of it. They, they would never get they would Trump. never get voted in anymore. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Time out. 
please. <laughs> I appreciate the rabbit hole that we're going down, but I think we're it's it's wrong, wrong direction. Wrong direction. I think that we want to reel it back in and talk a little more about what we can be doing to make the world better, as opposed to our emphasis being on why shit's fucked up. No, I will but comment think, a little yeah. bit. And, and it's not that I have the last word, and it is not that I am any sort of political fucking scientist because you know me and education were not the best mix in the first place i i was a fine student but uh you know not all that all that impressive and uh, my knowledge and experience in politics is limited i uh, i would say this understood but nonetheless please if i may no, but nonetheless what we do is still governed by someone else and we don't have our word doesn't mean anything well, okay. that's that's not necessarily true, and that's that it's important. Look who the, look who the president is right now. So, well, it's very okay, but but here's the thing: um, the thing is, it's about it's about those states, and that's why local government is so important. And you're 100 at, right. at the grassroots level is the only way is the only way that you can swing the electoral college. Okay. And, 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 and on that note, if I may, please, thank you. And Bobby, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, if I could just add a couple of bits of perspective on things that I do think I know a couple things about. First of all, the importance of voting on a individual basis is not simply that your individual vote matters, but because it takes each individual having the motivation to speak up and take a stand that causes a groundswell that allows a movement to take form. That is my belief. Now, in terms of the electoral college, I, I, I actually take exception to something you said, Bobby, that it was established for the right reasons because it wasn't. The electoral college in theory was established for the right reasons in that it was intended to give all st states an opportunity to lend their perspective and have a sway and, and a vote, you know, as, as a, as a state by state on a state by state basis, because certain states would get marginalized if it only mattered if you vote one way in New York and California and the most populous states, which are primarily on the coasts. However, the electoral college was also established in large part because those states that were marginalized wanted to preserve the rights and the integrity of white southern fucking conservative racist opinions because they wanted to preserve slavery and all that came with that as opposed to allowing the more educated northern states to win every time because the Republicans do know from then until now that if every voice was counted on an individual basis, this is the reason Trump doesn't like mail-in voting. And he's even said the quiet thing out loud that if everyone was truly allowed to vote and every vote was counted on a you know popular vote basis, if it only mattered that the number of votes be more for one candidate than the other, Republicans would lose every single That's race right. there is. And the reality is, but, but the reality is Republicans are better fucking politicians than Democrats. Like I, I, I have always believed and for exactly the point that I just made that every election local States, national, is the democratic, liberal, progressive, educated voter option to win. And the democratic candidates, I mean, it's not that they work hard to lose, it's that they're just so fucking good at it. 
because they're terrible politicians and the Republicans are much better when it comes to gaming the system and fucking gerrymandering and rigging the counts. The reason Gore lost with the fucking hanging chads was because Bush knew that he could push the Supreme Court and he could make sure that he was nominated. So, oh, well, I guess it's over. Election stolen. There it is. And the Republicans are just much better at playing that game. Just is what it is. Well, I mean, that's that says a lot, you know. It says a lot to me because inherently, and, and I was only speaking about what the true first intention of it. It's been out of date and abused for so long, just like the rest of, of, of what we deal with. So to answer your question, Kyle, your vote in California, your actual personal vote may not matter, but it's important that you vote anyway. And it's almost more important in California that you vote locally and you vote in in your you know in the smaller election. Oh, of course. I mean, you should you should do your thing. I mean, you, we've we've all fought hard to to be allowed to vote, but nonetheless, in the grand scheme of things, especially on the national level, it almost seems like our vote means absolutely nothing. But well, I get what you're saying, I, and and I get it. But it's you know it's like hmm, okay. I'm but again, let's, let's look at the big picture and let's get back on track here. So the reason that we are doing this PSA today, the reason that Bobby wants to mobilize the roadie community, the reason that we agree that's our platform and any platform that has the capacity to reach any number of people it takes those individual measures in order to create the groundswell, in order to build community, in order to shape people's minds and perspectives and educate those that might be, heaven forbid, listening to us instead of fucking God willing Fox News. I mean, I, there, it's... It, I remember years ago reading something when John Stewart was running the daily show. And, and I think it was John Stewart himself who said it terrifies him that more people are getting their news from the daily show than anywhere else. But fuck, I'd rather they be getting it there than getting it from OAN or fucking Fox or fucking Trump's Twitter feed, which is frankly how the majority of Republicans, of Trumpers certainly, are getting their information, not through any unbiased filter, but directly from the horse's ass himself. And I mean, we need to do what we can. So again, back on track, our purpose is to build community among roadies. We speak to you know, however many people it is, but it's a small cross-section of the 100,000-plus roadies out there that hopefully, that, that we hope to pull together and harness the power in some form or fashion. And whether they align with Bobby and, and my philosophy and, and the reason that we believe in voting for Biden and whether they... They do the, you know, jump on board for the roadies for Biden campaign, whether they participate in the red alert uh, campaign or, or can speak to any local constituents wherever in the country to try and, you know, be on board with and paying attention to what's going to happen on September 1 when all these major buildings across the U.S. are supposedly going to light up in red as a show of support for the live entertainment industry. If, if we can do anything to harness that power, to build that community, and then to find other ways to work together for good, for better, to build a thriving community of concert industry professionals, you know, beyond this election season, the election season will be over in three months. And if we can figure out a way to come together in some small percentage between now and November, then we can build upon that to do more good work down the road, to improve our individual situations, to improve our industry, to improve 
heaven forbid the world in some small way. And, and it starts with conversations like this. And it starts with everyone recognizing that whether or not they believe their vote counts on an individual basis, they believe that their ability to use their voice and persuade others matters. It matters. Bobby, you and I, leaving names out of the equation, Bobby and Dallas, you and I even had a conversation about this earlier today. We all have a friend in our community who made a crazy ass comment on Facebook a week or so ago about basically just disillusionment and it doesn't fucking matter. And Bobby, you and I both commented like, yo, dude, like WTF. And, but he and I had a conversation on the side and I was like, and I said straight up it, I appreciate where you are coming from, but the passive approach, the negative approach, the idea that we should say, fuck it. It doesn't matter what I say, what I believe like that's that takes on a, a whole nother level of, of, of that negativity breeds negativity. And that, 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 that takes things in the whole well, opposite direction. And I'm sorry, go ahead. That's why the disillusionment comes from what we're seeing now. Exactly. And that's what it, and it's, it's about, you know, to, uh, it's about divide and conquer. That's why I was saying that I decided to try to take a different path. And, and I figured that if, if I could help someone and they still made up their own mind, that's fine. I don't have to agree with them, nor do they have to agree with me. But it, it does start from conversation because you might hear something. Look, Democrats are by no means perfect. Republicans aren't perfect. We just want to be better people. And we want to live in a society where we're counted, right? Where we're recognized, where we're a part of, right? What we do for a living, we all feel a part of, right? We, we, we travel in our own little world, our 20 of us, our 80 of us, our 10 of us, whatever instance we're in. And we're all, you know, a little part of that world and we all have to be recognized. Otherwise, that job may not get done or we may not fill that bunk at night. I mean, you know, so it's all it's all very microscopic. And now what we've learned is we've all had extended periods of time at home and we've had time to think about all of these things. And like, I couldn't agree more with everything you said about coming out of this and also continuing to do good because at some point, one of these, one of these motherfuckers is going to be president, right? So we're either going to be dealing with whatever, whatever fallout comes from whatever happens. And we can help to control that. And at least even if we don't help to control that, at least we'll feel that we were we were a part of it and we were there for change. So as as it happens the next time on a local level or whatever, we will continue to do that and continue to discuss hard topics with each other. Like, I don't have any money. I mean, um, you know, I. I I, I tried to open myself up. I honestly can't say that anybody I personally know is going through a really rough time because I would be the first one to help them. And, uh, but the mental stress, you don't really know, you know, it's good to call people and, 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 you know, and, and just check in with them. And that's why conversations are important. That's what we miss. We miss the camaraderie. So being active, I mean, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. You're going to see them. Basically, word of mouth coalition is about becoming an activist. It's about maybe becoming, taking action, maybe being an election judge, maybe becoming a poll worker, um, becoming active within your community. So because the more everything matters to you and the more you realize that that for for the for maybe the first time in even in even in old guys like me's my like my lives, you have to vote like your job and your family depend on it because they do now. And hopefully we'll make a change. And you know, 
one of the things that I hope that I get to do once we start to work this phone bank is to try to get to swing states where where the vote really does make a difference, right? Where where it will it, it not not making calls in California, but you know, besides that, you've got to reach out to your family, you've got to reach out to your friends, to your neighbors. It's not just it's not just our community. Once you become active, you've got to get everybody to do it. I mean, we all have people in our families that don't vote at all, right? Maybe they're too old. Maybe they don't understand. I mean, maybe your neighbors, you know, can't get to the polls. So a couple of the other things we talked about is through some avenues, maybe providing transportation for people to get to the polls. We're all, and the people that I'm talking to and the people that I will introduce everybody in this podcast to through links, and you'll recognize, just remember, register for roadies, remember word of mouth. Um, uh, remember Red Alert. All everybody go to Red Alert. Um, I don't know, Matt. We'll, I'll send you something sooner because it'd probably be good just to carry it, even though um, it will be prior to the event, but only be a few days prior. Let's get everybody on today to just let a few more people know so that there's solidarity. It's going to be different in every city. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a show of unity, right? So we can do that. We can do the shows we do. We can do that. We can make a difference in in the world. We can make a difference with our families. We can make a difference with each other. We're, we're going to have a better life, and everyone we know is going to have a better life. And that may be hippy dippy or zen or altruistic or anything, but it's definitely what I want, and I believe it's what everybody wants. You don't think you're going to get saved by another T-shirt being sold? Mm. Only if I, I sell it. Well, I mean, don't you find it ironic that some of these major organizations are reducing, you know, basically everything to like, you know, buy another T-shirt, save a roadie. And I think that, you know, kind of a couple of things that you touched on, if you are on the road all the time, you're not necessarily familiar with what's going on in your local precinct because you know, you don't know, you're not in your local community. So it is valuable to talk to your friends, even if they have differing opinions than you, just so that you can hear another opinion and understand a little bit more. Um, Well, the thing is, once you're registered to vote, all of that stuff comes to you. Exactly. You know, and if you feel it's your, if you feel it is your duty and you, you feel the need to vote, well, then you will, I mean, you know, we most of us, you know, it's it's very easy to find information. So, I agree. I truly agree. We live it. We live in a bubble. Most of us don't really know. I don't really know what's going on locally here. A lot of times, I mean, I've gone in to vote, and you know, I try to look at the ballot before I actually go in, or if I, you know, if I'm going to vote by mail, God forbid, which Trump did on TV yesterday. Um. I, you know, I, I, it's it's easy to get the information as to what all this stuff is about because really, to somebody, it all makes a difference. And if you feel like you care, then you know, um, it's going to make a difference to you. Let me add to that that you know, anyone that wants to do anything to help themselves, to help their family, to help their community. I support them. I appreciate, you know, their their choice and that they're doing something. We're we're hearing from so many people that don't for for in spite of all the information that is available to us. Let's face it, most people don't click on the link that says click here to change your life, even if it really truly could. And and you know, most people don't follow the information trail. They don't take the time to educate themselves. They don't wash their hands. Exactly. They don't even fucking wash their hands. Nasty bastards. (laughs) But the reality is, you know, where we talk about the importance of voting, we talk about the importance of community. You know, while we're all sitting at home looking for things to fill our day, 
even if it's just charitable, even if it's just volunteer work, even if it's just lending a couple hours of your time here and there, you know, I'm a believer in following the information and following the opportunities and, and following the relationships and seeing where they lead. And they might lead you to a better place. They might lead to future opportunities. They might lead to re- re- relationships that create work, if not now, then later. And, and you don't know unless you try. You don't, I mean, you can sit home and say, fuck it. None of this matters. It's never going to do anything for me. And guess what? You're right. It's a self-full and fucking prophecy. If you don't do shit, you're not going to be shit. You're not going to get shit. But if you take a chance, if you build that community, if you come together, if you work together, if you reach out and make those connections and try and, you know, be the change that you want to see in your own life. I can't guarantee it works out for you, but I guarantee it doesn't if you don't try. Yeah. I, I, I think that it's, it's, there is a, there's a fluidity to, um, to people caring, to treating each other well, to all having a stake in it, because let's just say that this year, um, in this election, let's God forbid um, say that it doesn't work out and Trump's in office for four more years, but we've gained Senate seats. We've gained more, more House seats, right? But what's changed is that a lot of people voted that never voted before. And a lot of people had a stake in what happened and a lot of people wanted change, right? So now you've got this unification that you that you live with yourself, right? That you know when you wake up in the morning, right? That you did the right thing. That you 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 took part in in an action whatever your belief is, right? You recognize someone else's action and you wanted something for the better of other people other than just yourself. Well, it's just really simple math. I mean, it's it's beyond math, honestly. Because if all of us carry that today and treat our families, our kids, our significant others, fuck even our pets like that more of the time than we didn't, and 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 all of those people turn around and do the same thing, uh, it's fine. And it's really easy to start with something very tangible, right? You know, you can say, well, I'm going to study spirituality and so because I have a quest for knowledge and I want to become a better person. But, you know, that's a, I mean, not that that's not tangible, but it's not something, it's not something you can hold on to. But, you know, getting involved in any of the causes that are going on for our own community. That's something tangible. You can say, you know what? I went and marched. I went and pushed a case. I donated time. I was involved in, 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 you know, in red alert restart. I got, I, I mean, maybe, I mean, some of the people that get involved may not be eligible for, for some of this money. I think everybody's eligible for the EDD extension, because if you, if you had a job and you were a W-2 employee, you're entitled to unemployment. Therefore, you should be entitled to the government stipend, right? I'm entitled to it. I was lucky. I mean, it took them a while to pay me and <clears throat> another story, but I mean, I got it. So that's that's at every level. I mean, that should be attainable to anybody, whether they are an independent contractor or they're an employee. I mean, across the board, there may be some um, some level of owning a company or being a company owner and not taking any payroll that you may not be eligible for that. But, you know, um, it's important. So that's tangible. So everyone can have a part of that, and they're going to feel good about it. And everyone can take a part in, in voting, in, in either deciding they want things to be the same and believing in them, um, or 
making change, which I sure hope everybody does. Bobby, I'd like to read something real quick, if you don't mind. And this was Please. posted by Live Design, and it's from the hashtag Be an Arts Hero reports. They're a grassroots coalition of arts and cultural workers. And the quote reads, the arts and culture sector employs 5.1 million people and provides $877 billion in added value to the U.S. economy. It adds more value to the economy than transportation, agriculture, or tourism. The arts and culture sector is a cornerstone of the larger U.S. economy, making up 4.5% of GDP. Despite our outsized, their outsized cultural and economic contribution, the arts and culture sector of the U.S. economy is in grave danger. Due to COVID-19, 62% of arts workers are fully unemployed. 94% of arts workers report income loss. The average arts worker reports $23,500 in lost revenue this year. Due to COVID-19, 66% of arts workers report they are unable to access the spaces, staff, resources, or supplies needed to perform their work. Now, the, all of this was listed in reference to the Red Alert restart event on September 1. And to me, that really captures the reason why all of us need to use our platform and take advantage of every opportunity to point out the importance of the work that we in the arts community do and the need for support and the need to raise awareness and the value ultimately of building the community in order to promote the change that we need so that we can come out of this and we can find new ways to thrive. Well said. So Bobby, Again, just to recap, you are referencing the Word of Mouth Coalition, the Register a Roadie Campaign, and the Roadies for Biden initiative. Is that right? That's correct. Um, some of this will roll out um, uh, probably midweek next week. So I believe this is going to go out on Thursday the 27th. So I've already forwarded you one email that had... Uh, the word of mouth and a couple other things. So some stuff can get posted right away. Not that that matters to the, to the listeners today. Um, but hopefully maybe we'll all spread the word and we'll, we'll, we'll make this better. We'll make our lives better. And whatever, whatever concessions we don't get, we'll keep fighting as a group for, and we'll keep having each other's backs. And, uh, We'll do what's special again um, to us, I believe. Well, there it is. By the time we air, again, we aim to be live today to our listeners should be Tuesday, August 25th. By that time, the links that Bobby has sent over to me, I see them here in front of me, and we will have them posted to our website. Any additional resources? that Bobby, you wish to share by all, we, all means, send it along to our listeners out there. If you have any additional ideas, resources that you wish to share, uh, send them over. We will post those too. Perhaps or we will do any other or any other ideas or any help you need with, with anything. Right. Exactly. I think right. that this can be very confusing to people. And I mean, you know, Matt, I'm happy to put my email address on your website. Somebody wants to call and say, hey, I heard you talking about this, but where do I go? You know what? If I don't know, I will do my best to help you find it. Well, that makes three of us, Bobby, between me and you and also Kyle, whose phone number I said right. I would be sharing for the world. Kyle, it's, uh, it's everybody. So, you know, it's Kyle Hamilton at crunchberry.com. <laughs> it, it crunches yes it's very tasty especially since it's so hot here. that's all I want to eat is crunch berries it keeps me cool well, do you do just the crunch berries when it's hot or do you still do the milk 
No, you got to have both nice, cold, full vitamin D milk or that Horizon milk that's delicious. None of that diet milk, 2%, half percent, full milk. So I, I assume in your no almond milk, no cashew yeah, milk. Almonds don't have milk. Cashews don't make milk. Almonds crunch, chew. You need full balanced milk. I'll be honest. I've, I've I've tried almond milk recently. My wife likes that shit. I I don't fully get it, but I mean, I put it in my frosted flakes because I'm more of a frosted flakes guy than a crunch berries guy. I do like the crunch berries. I I'm with you there, but I I do favor the the frosted flakes. And truth be told, I mean they were good. They I I did not my the almond milk did not take away from anything. All right, I keep eating the almond milk. You are gonna get some titties. <laughs> No, that's soy milk. Same thing. Still, no, soy no. is still is still shouldn't be making milk. Uh, you know, maybe the way, the way it tastes. So. <laughs> all right. On a, on a good note, has anyone cooked anything great lately? How come all my notes aren't good? We all gotta go on a good note. Every time I speak on a Your better note, note was great. A good we note. got crunch berries. I'm wondering on what, what, what do anything? you consider good, Bobby? Yeah, we've had an amazing kitchen here. We've had oysters. We've had uh Tomahawk steak. What's the best thing you made lately? The oysters were pretty delicious, and they were just like in their natural form. But I got to say, did some fun stuff with them. Do you do anything to them? Do you barbecue or just just? We did. They were yourself. Yeah, well, Carrie did kindly because I'm not trying to shock any oysters right now. But um, yeah, we we had them fresh straight from Massachusetts. There, Mister Matt. And they were delicious. And yeah, we put them on the grill. We ate them natural. We ate them with a mignonette. We ate them Rockefeller. We ate them every which way you could think of. And they were fantastic. Well, I come from Massachusetts, but I and I also once worked at Illegal Seafood, and I can shuck an oyster like a fucking champion. Oh, wow. But I also think they're fucking disgusting, so you won't catch me in those. Snot in a dish is what I call them. But anyway, um... <laughs> Let's see. Kyle, aside from the need to go home and rethink your life, per Bobby's suggestion, do you do you have a deli- any delicious meals you like to reference? Uh, yeah, how do you Bobby? cook? I do cook. I cook I very well, might. actually. I'm not um, but Recently, since it's been on fire out here, I've just been doing a lot of grilling. Uh, what did I grill the other day? I grilled some lobster tails and oh. some salmon, some uh, butterfly giant shrimp. Well... Well, the shrimp? No, prawns. I did the prawns. And uh, I did something else, too. Oh, and some uh, grilled scallops. It was delicious. Sounds fantastic. I like that that everybody's naming fish, too. It's funny. In my mind, I was thinking that I'd also recently grilled some delicious scallops and also some swordfish. And I didn't Uh, use swordfish swordfish fan, but it was so good. What's that, Kyle? You have to be careful. Especially in New England swordfish. Well, I actually, I ordered it from a local fish market. I've been supporting a couple of local farms and fish, uh, fish markets. And, and it really was the best swordfish that I've ever had. And I've gotten it twice from there recently and it's been phenomenal. Probably the best swordfish I've ever had both times. And I'll send you a good swordfish recipe. uh, I like that. My house has been been vegetarian lately. Um, because Sophie is vegetarian. So the weeks that Sophie's here is when I do most of the cooking. And our favorite thing has become taco night. But we do tacos sometimes with cauliflower. We do them with mushrooms a lot. We do them with different kinds of sweet potatoes, cabbage. I've been making salsas from the garden. So that, and greens, that's been our, that's been our thing here. And that, and corn. We have been getting this amazing breadwood corn. We put a little, a little sour cream and a little, uh, a little bit of spices on it. And uh, the, uh, spices with the lime, the tagine is fantastic. A little Parmesan cheese, just been that. And fruit has been amazing here this year. Peaches and nectarines. 
Well, now, Bobby, I'm glad you actually mentioned Sophie, and I want to ask you a question about her in just a second, actually. But it's funny you just mentioned the tacos and you mentioned the sweet potato tacos, because as soon as you said tacos, I remembered a time that you took me to, I think it was Gorilla Taco in L.A. That's right. And they had, I mean, they had such eclectic, they had a wild boar taco that was delicious. And they had, I'm trying to remember what else, but the other they one that I remember was the sweet potato taco. Oh, yeah. They're great. So you were telling us a story about Sophie before going back to college. And I mean, in the state of the world, you know, with the way schools are and how fucked up the whole system is. I mean, at the elementary, middle, and high school level, my kids are all remote. We're looking at a possible private school option for my daughter just so that she can have some in-person. And I've never been a huge proponent of private schools. I didn't go to a private school myself. But but, but most of the colleges out there, of course, well, not most, many of them are going all online. A lot of them are doing hybrid. We've seen already a few that have gone back in person that have had huge outbreaks. We saw a school in Georgia with like 560 cases in the first week. We saw North Carolina Chapel Hill. They had, I don't even know how many, you know, 120 cases, you know, for come out of one party. Kyle, I hear that that truck backing up to drop off all your deliveries in the background. That's not me. I was muted. All that all that audio equipment that was supposed to be distributed to us that's going to you. We know how it is. Still but, not me. I was muted. <laughs> but anyway, but Bobby, to the point, you were telling us that Sophie is doing what I honestly think is the smartest, coolest way for a college student to spend the next semester. Tell us about that, please. So my daughter is a student at Smith College. Dean's List last year. Very proud of her. Um, had to end the school year early last year, and then we all wondered what this year was going to be like. So at some point in July, they said, okay, they're going to bring back the, uh, the uh, sophomores in the first semester. They're going to bring back sophomores and freshmen. They're going to be single rooms. There's going to be different kinds of classes. excuse me, lots of testing, all that. We were all very nervous about that. But then, of course, they changed their mind, and everything's online. Now, um, Sophie's mom and I live, I don't know, five minutes apart. Um, Sophie doesn't really have any friends right around here. Um, She went to school about an hour from here. All those kids are in there doing their thing now. So Sophie got together with uh, five other five other kids um, and is renting. They're renting a house in Vermont. I'm going to live independently. So she left here today with, oh, I don't know, pots and pans, candlesticks, um, some from my grandmother. It's very emotional today. And she's going to go live an independent life for a while. I think maybe planning to come home in December, but you know what? I hope she just does her thing. And uh, I think we talked about in the first podcast uh, about a little bit about how I started. And we talked about, you know, Matt, and we shared this affinity for Western Mass. And so the summer that I was 14, if I remember correctly, 14 going on 15, where I could have gone back to the summer camp and been a counselor in training, was the first year I lived independently in the clock tower in Lenox, Massachusetts. So I started a little earlier than Sophie. But when a conversation came up, I'm like, yeah, how much? Let's work it out. The second question was, can I come and be the house dude and cook for everybody? But that wasn't really well received. Um, but yep, Sophie is off to independent life and, uh, I'm very proud. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Well, on that note, and she'll be near and she'll be near Angie who I hope both will listen. So Angie, my girlfriend is in Maine with the dogs and she'll only be two hours from Sophie. So 
I guess it just shows you your family just goes where they go, right? <laughs> well, if they are listening, Angie, hello. Good to hear your voice or good to hear Bobby reference your name. I hope you're doing well. Sophie, uh, congratulations to you. I hope you have an amazing semester. And uh, Bobby, it's been a pleasure having you back on the program today. I definitely appreciate the opportunity you've given us to have host our first public service announcements. I hope it will not be the last. I would love to have you back. We would love to have you back again. Certainly love to hear from others on their thoughts. Hope they will send their thoughts to us. We are serious when we say if you have any interest in not only speaking to us, but learning more about what you can do to be active, to get involved, to participate in any of these campaigns, to learn where you should go to register to vote, we are here. We would love to hear your voice. Dallas, anything from you? Any parting shots today? No, just get out there and vote. We all have to do it. Kyle? (laughs) What would you like to know, sir? Are you laughing at me, Kyle? (laughs) I'm out of control right now. You are laughing. You got too many damn berries. Too many berries. Cut the man off. French berries today, Kyle? (laughs) I don't smoke anything. My lungs are pink. As the crunch berries are. No, more like purple. I don't think anything pink in crunch berries. Well, Kyle, I'm so glad you used your opportunity for shout outs to talk about crunch berries. Bobby, over to you. Shout them out. (laughs) Bobby, Uh, what do you say? get, Get active. Just get active. Get active and give a shit. That's it. However you do it whether it's Red Alert, Save Our Stages, follow the links, call me, ask me what you think I should tell you to, you know, to how you can help, uh, open book, um, and send Kyle Crunchberries. Yeah. Well, there it is. Get it. Milk. I do real milk. I don't do that, that uh, soy we stuff for it. We know. Um, no one's sending you milk. I like, you know, smokehouse almonds, though, but not All almond right. milk. <laughs> I hope you're putting them on your wish list. No, I don't wish. I just buy it. When you wish, that means you want somebody to do it for you. Good grief. Okay. Well, (laughs) again, as Bobby said, get active and give a shit. I like that. I appreciate that. As always, find us on Instagram at hustle, H-L-U-B podcast. And on our website at hustlikeyoubroke.com. And uh, yeah, per usual, please vote and wear a fucking mask. And if you don't mind, wash your fucking hands. Exactly. There it is to all. Thank you. And good night.